This episode of Marketing Nerds is sponsored by WordStream, a provider of software and services that help businesses and agencies take the guesswork out of pay-per-click advertising. Get early access to a special Marketing Nerds episode with the founder of WordStream, Larry Kim, about the big upcoming changes to Google AdWords and their impact to your AdWords account. Sign up at searchenginejournal.com slash WordStream podcast. On the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my modem? Digital pen part of work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. So should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 100th episode of Marketing Nerds. I can't believe we made it this far. It's been awesome. I'm really, <laughs> I'm really excited to be joined here today by my boss, Janice Henriksen. She is the CEO of Alpha Brand Media, which owns Search Engine Journal. So Janice, welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Your first time on Marketing Nerds ever. I know. It, I think... Uh... I think my first time being sort of, I don't know, in the spotlight, I guess, with the site um, ever. Feels weird. Feels good. <laughs> well, you know, for the for the audience members listening that, you know, don't know who you are or don't know, like, how SCJ is split, uh, set up, do you just kind of want to give a quick overview? Sure. So Search Engine Journal is owned by a company called Alpha Brand Media, and I'm CEO of Alpha Brand Media, shorthand ABM. Um, I'm a partner in it. Um, I have three other partners, uh, Lauren Baker, who is the founder of Search Engine Journal, Brent Saturis, who is a co-founder of Alpha Brand Media, again, the parent company, and Kevin Henriksen. We share the same last name because we're married. Oh. Um, he's also a co-founder of, of ABM. You've really come a long way. And it, it was, it's been cool to kind of every year I look back and see how we've grown, how I've grown, and the fact that I started as a news writer and then kind of stepped into an editorial role, which is something I know we kind of wanted to go over today, just kind of our editorial strategy and why we've done what we've done and what we're doing in the future. And, you know, I think both you and I thought it'd be interesting to kind of talk about that as an insider's view into Search Engine Journal. You know, I really had to go back and go through kind of the archives to remember what it was like back then and what we did and and where we were. It was, And it was kind of amazing to see the timeline of you know, even what the site looked like and what our priorities were and, you know, the, the things that we wished for three years ago when you started um, as a writer and um, eventually got promoted to editor. Um, you know, I was looking at one slide that had a, a dream team. Mm -hmm. You know, it was roles and people that we didn't have um, mm -hmm. on the team, but we knew that, you know, we wanted and thought we needed to get the site to be uh, where we wanted to be. And, um, you know, one of those was, was the editor that, that you became. Oh, uh, thank you. Which is, you know, we, three years ago, or I think it, when did we, when did, when did you become editor? Was it two? I think that was, oh, probably two and a half years ago. It wasn't yeah. very long. Yeah. So we were in an interesting place with the company, with ABM and with SEJ. SEJ was one of, you know, 30 sites that we were running and it, uh, and SEJ by far was not our primary focus. You know, we were kind of keeping the plates spinning in the air, um, mm -hmm. 
for, you know, a, a lot of different concerns. Uh, but we did see the potential in SEJ, you know, had a great audience, um, uh, you know, good traffic numbers. And it seemed like it had a lot of promise, but it had some problems. You know, we weren't publishing consistently good content. We didn't have a content strategy. We didn't have an editorial strategy. Um, we made mistakes. We published posts by authors who turned out to be fake. And we, you know, justifiably got raked over the coals for that. And we realized we had to make a decision. Um, and, you know, one of those was doing tactical things like beefing up background checks um, and you know, uh, the editorial process and, you know, trying to raise the quality bar, but other things were more strategic. And that was, you know, do we double down on search engine journal and, mm -hmm. you know, put more of our focus, um, and resources there. And we ended up doing that. We ended up selling off all of our other sites to focus on, you know, what we thought was a diamond in the rough, um, which was SEJ. And so part of that was putting an editorial team together, you know, under your, under your vision, your supervision. Um, do you want to talk about like what it was like to, to walk in on day one, to be a writer who was, you know, involved in the process, but, you know, more as sort of someone who was given assignments and then to be the person that was handing out the assignments and, you know, it was on you, all on you. Yeah, I think so. You know, when I got hired as a news writer, I was so excited. And I remember I was on vacation with my dad in Las Vegas when I talked to you and you were telling me about the trial assignment. And and I have always been someone that's a question person. So I always say, you know, why are we doing this? Or why is it done this way? And the answer that I used to get from a lot of my, you know, jobs just out of college was, this is how it's always been done. You know, basically don't question it. And I, I had always since then had been looking for a company that would say, you know what, I don't know why it's done like that. Let me get back to you. Or, you know, if that's not working, let's try something else because that's how I am. I am not a status quo person. I mean, I know there's always times, you know, in our lives or with our companies where we kind of just need to maintain even keel. But naturally, that's not my normal. My normal is to just keep growing and asking questions and developing. And so I think when I when I started with the SCJ team, I just started asking a lot of questions, you know, what's the expectations of me? What do you what do you need from me? What's due? You know, what are the guidelines for the articles? And there really wasn't anything. So from my end, I was thinking, you know, I have all these questions and I, it'd be great if there was, you know, a single person that was a really good resource or a document that had everything outlined. And I, I'd like to think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that all my questions helped you see that I could, you know, step into a greater role. And I think it just kind of evolved from there. And when you brought me on as kind of an assistant editor at first, um, you know, building up the editorial guidelines was just kind of a natural part of that process because we wanted to put more effort into the quality of content on Search Engine Journal. And to do that, I think the first step really was having a set document of editorial guidelines that we could send writers. And then it's public on our site, even to this day, um, to send our readers so they can see what we're expecting out of our contributors and contributors can see what our expectations are for all the content that we submit. 
you know, it was really helpful for you to be asking those questions. You know, and it gave me a sense of, you know, reassurance that you weren't just going to accept the status quo, that, you know, you, you wanted to find out intent and context. And, you know, in some cases, there just wasn't any. It was just <laughs> it either, <laughs> either, you know, uh, something that should have been prescriptive was an afterthought or something that should have had a formal process that was laid out and, you know, scalable in that it was documented, you know, so that other people that we'd bring in to the process could, um, you know, figure out what's going on and onboard quicker. Um, having you ask those questions, I think, really helped all of us. It, it helped us, you know, see it through a fresh pair of eyes as well. Well, why are things done that way? Well, I don't know. Let's figure out a better way. Um, it, it was, I think it was uh, really formative in helping us come up with, um, you know, the editorial process. I remember creating, you know, the my janky little graphic of swim lanes <laughs> yeah. and who's doing what and my little arrows and stuff. You know, I'm not I'm definitely never going to be a graphic designer, but I think I, I think it got the job done. And that was the sort of the, the beginnings of, I think, you know, what was starting to be a grown up publisher, really. Yeah, I mean, I think it was we, we kind of transitioned from just a blog that had search content into, like you said, an online publisher. And I know we'll talk a little bit later about what we're doing now, but just the growth we've seen into to being a publisher that's, you know, well known in the industry. And we work a lot with influencers and have good relationships with people in the industry has just been really cool to see. Um, but you know, that does that that doesn't come with, you know, no uh, pushback. I mean, I've had several conversations with people that have said now they don't like writing for us because it's too hard to get content published because we have so many guidelines. I mean, we don't allow a lot of self-serving links. We check all of our content through Copyscape. Uh, we have background checks on all of our writers and background checks meaning, you know, we check out your LinkedIn. We check out what else you've been doing online. And if anything looks shady, uh, we're a lot more likely to be cautious and, you know, only choose the best of the best. And I think that that, you know, even though we got some pushback by some people, I think it's really benefited us in the long run because it's showing the industry that we care and we want to produce the best quality content available. And even though we're not perfect and we never claim to be, I think just showing that we care and that we're open to feedback and we're open to, you know, what our community is looking for has really helped us over the past three years. I love hearing that people think that we're too hard to write for and that they're not writing for us anymore. <laughs> honestly. I mean, it, it's, it works out for us and it works out for them. Um, I, I think, you know, hmm, maybe we're not being stringent enough if, you know, if people thought we were easy to write for, um, and you know, they're not meeting the bar in one way or another, you know, um, then that's okay. You know, you can write for someone else or not for us. Um, but I think it, I do think it means that, uh, we're doing we're doing the right thing because we are still we are still getting guest posts. You know, we also have we now have um, staff writers as well contributing to the mix, um, and and I think it's what you put together um, is a great mix of you know what we're getting from the outside contributed you know to us by regular writers, and we're getting new ones all the time, and you know um, the ones that we have on staff that can write. 
pieces that are sort of filling in the gaps. And also, I love hearing that uh, people think that we're too hard to write for, too, too <laughs> hard to get through the editorial process. I think that means that we're doing something right. Um, you know, if they're not meeting the bar in, you know, one way or another, um, that's okay. They can write for someone else. Um, but, you know, we're not going to reduce our standards. What we've been doing so far is working for us. And we're still getting, you know, top-notch rock star content. Um, you know, and if people opt out, that means that the process is working and our team is working. Agreed. And, and I think, you know, the proof is in the pudding. So not only has our traffic increased, we've also been able to do a lot more cool content initiatives. Like this year, uh, we just started having an official content and editorial strategy, like a content calendar, which is something we had never done before. And then we've also bran uh, branched out into different types of content. So we have Marketing Nerds, which is about two years old now. Uh, we have the Marketing Think Tank, which is our bi-weekly webinar series that we have uh, sponsors for and we have team presentations and that's been going great. Uh, we have SCJ Summit, which you know we've been able to have one day conferences uh, throughout the US and in London. And so I think that that all those things, you know, the podcast, the webinar, our, our content strategy and other things like uh, Facebook Live, which we just started doing a live show on Fridays uh, with our social producer, Caitlin, those things have proven that, you know, doubling down on an on a hardcore editorial guideline document did work for us because we've been able to grow and do these new initiatives that people are coming to and uh, turning to and looking forward to? You know, I feel like we've done a lot of talking about all the things that are going great for us. And I mean, I think we have a lot to be proud of and we've come a long way. But maybe we should talk about the things that have been challenging for us or, you know, frankly, you know, didn't go as we thought would or, um, you know, that we failed at, but well, you know, learned a lesson or not. That's true. We have been tooting our own horn for about 15 minutes. <laughs> so as amazing as I think SCJ is, like we're always growing. So the struggle is um, real. It, it really is. And especially because we are globally distributed. So, you know, we're all remote. We work across five different time zones. We do. We are not perfect. So, um, before we talk about that, I want to give our code word. Uh, so for the 100th episode, we are having a book bundle giveaway. So we've had a bunch of published authors on the podcast, like Jay Baer, um, who else? Julia McCoy. And so a bunch of our authors are giving away a book bundle to one lucky reader. So uh, the information will be on Search Engine Journal. But the code word that you need to know to enter is magnificent. So there's your code word for listening, and thank you for listening to Marketing Nerds. So coming back to what I think mistakes we've made or what we could have done better, I think as well as our enthusiasm has helped us, it also hinders us at times because I think a lot of times we'll come up with a great idea and we'll say, all right, let's do it, and we just do it. <laughs> and there's no you know, strategy behind it. And so that's something that, you know, I know we've been trying to work on this year is have, okay, that's an amazing idea. We're all like super really excited. Let's not mess this up and, and have a plan. 
And so that is something I think in the beginning that, you know, with a couple things that rolled out, we could have done a better job with. I used to work for a fairly large company, um, you know, in the under 10, few thousands of people and, you know, hundreds of millions in, in revenue, not the biggest company, but it was, it was pretty big. And, you know, the idea of being able to come up with the with an idea, a good idea, and, you know, get a few people to sign off on it, but more or less spontaneously go for it, implement it, execute it. I, I, I am in love with the idea that, you know, we're biased to action, but that mm -hmm. does get in our way sometimes because we're so excited about this new idea. Like you yeah. said, we forget about the other ones that we <laughs> yeah. were supposed to be implementing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, that's bit us in the behind, I think, um, a few times, but yeah. I think we're getting better at it. You know, we're still, we're, we're maturing. We're, we're becoming more and more grown up every day. Um, you know, what else, you know, we had it projects or the contest, the social contest. Oh man, that was yeah. a fail. I thought, so the, so you want to give background? Okay, so uh, for our first SEJ Summit this year, it was in Santa Monica, which is just outside of Los Angeles in California. Um, we did a social media contest to give away airfare, hotel, and then one night hotel, and then a ticket to SEJ Summit. So we thought this is going to be awesome. Uh, what we did for the contest is you had to submit a photo of your workplace, so where you work every day with the specific hashtag, and that would enter you into the contest. And we thought, this is going to be awesome. Like, who wouldn't want to um, submit a photo? We're going to have crowdsourced content of all these cool desks we can share. And it it didn't really get that much traction, <laughs> which was a bummer. <laughs> and we all looked at each other going, I well, I would totally submit a photo. Yeah, I, yeah. I totally would. And like later on, like, have you ever submitted it? You know, well, no, I've never entered a contest. Like, but I mean, it sounded like a good idea. Yeah, that didn't quite pan out. And this is for an SCJ Summit is a marketing conference that we host um, and organize mm -hmm. and put on um, for the last three years. Um, and, you know, we are, that's something that we're also learning about, you know, be, becoming event and conference um organizers uh in a space that has lots of competition um but it's i i feel like i mean you can chime in but i feel like it's been really rewarding you know we've got some bumps and bruises along the way and we've learned a lot over the last three years but there's really no other way than these events to be able to literally reach out and touch the people who read our articles who are part of our That's community our audience all. Talking about touching our. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, you're just ex you're talking about your own dirty mind now. Um, no, I mean, really, you know, I mean, it's one thing to even have, uh, like, we do, for example, our team is 100% remote. We do video chats once a week, but there's nothing like seeing each other in person. And I think it's the same way with our audience. We can talk to them on Facebook all day long. We can mm -hmm. tweet at them and, you know, feel like we're developing, you know, homies out there online, but real life is where it's at and being able to talk to people and, and ask them what they'd like to read or see more of, or learn more about, um, in the marketing space about SEO, it, it's being able to make that a personal connection and talking to people that, 
you know, know the site um, has been really rewarding. And, and that's why that's why we do conferences. Yeah, agreed. But that, you know, that's not without its growing pains. Like we, uh, for instance, our last conference was in Chicago in June and we, um, we didn't have enough of signage for the venue. So we were at Navy Pier and it's, if you've ever been there, it's a huge, I mean, it's an actual pier that you just, I think it's like half a mile long or something crazy. And we were all the way at the end. And so we had we had nowhere near enough signage to direct people where to go, so people were getting lost. So it's little things like that 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 we're learning as we go. And I will say, you know, every time we mess up, we I think we're really good at okay, what can we do to make sure this doesn't happen again? Um, so put processes in place, and so it's just kind of a learning process. And I I really appreciate you know how positive our team is and how willing we're all. Li- able to learn from our mistakes, whether that's an event or fit, finding out that someone's been selling links on Search Engine Journal. Um, I think we've done a great job of being like, okay, here's the problem. Here's how we're going to solve it right now. And here's the processes we're going to set into place to make sure it doesn't happen again. Yep. Oh, and by the way, tip line, Kelsey at searchenginejournal.com. If you know of anyone <laughs> selling links, on search engine journal we are always on the lookout yes yes and we do not sell links so if you get any emails this has happened too. people have pretended to be search engine journal and offering spoofed links. their email address yeah, you know that's not us so as as lauren baker likes to say haters make us greater so. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like lauren <laughs> yeah so anyway, I mean, like you said, like we never, we never have said that we're perfect or amazing all the time, but I do think we've, we've had a lot of growth, you know, in these past three years. And I really do think that, you know, for, for the audience members out there that are looking to kind of learn from us, um, I'd say attitude is everything. Um, have an open mind. If you have a new employee come in and start asking you these questions, don't get defensive. It could be a future Kelsey Jones you have on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to their that's, concerns. That's Kelsey Jones. <laughs> I am proud of myself. I mean, I'm not a vain person, but I do think I do I do look at all the hard work that we've done as a team. It's been such an honor to be able to to, you know, lead and work with such a great team that has and to feel listened to. I mean, that's what I'm trying to say is just listening, even if the person doesn't have great ideas all the time, which I certainly do not, um, you know, the listening creates an amazing culture, which I feel like we have at Search Engine Journal because all of us feel valued and listened to. And I think that's just as important as the content you're putting out there. Yeah, I, I agree. Listening is, um, you know, it. I think it's something that, you know, everybody does on this team. You know, if we talk about commonalities of, you know, who works out as a team member um, of our little little tribe and who doesn't, you know, number one is self-starter, someone who doesn't, someone who understands the mission and creates their own way to get there and doesn't yes. need, you know, the recipe or, you know, that uh, I, but I think also that goes hand in hand with, you know, 
listening and, and asking others what they think and not always trying to jump in um, with the answer, which I, I find hard to do. I know you find hard to do. You know, we're, mm-hmm. I think we're kind of the same in that way. Um, always wanting to move towards a solution and finding a, a solution means sometimes you have to bite your tongue and trying to provide that solution for other people and just instead asking questions and listening. And I find that most of the time they come up with something better. You guys come up mm-hmm. with something better than I, than the thing that I was thinking of was <laughs> sure was going to solve, you know, the world's world hunger. And <laughs> then Danielle blows my mind by coming up with a completely different um, idea or solution. That's even better. I was like, dang, I'm glad I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. So, so to close it out today, to close out our hundredth episode and looking forward to, you know, 2017 and beyond, what's something you would say that, that you want search engine journal to work on and what, you know, what a goal is of ours. And then I'll, I'll share mine and hopefully they're Mm. not the same. (laughs) I would say continue, continue learning. Um, you know, keep that growth mindset uh, you know, failing does not mean you are a failure. Um, you know, don't be afraid of losing. It doesn't make you a loser. We, I I think that it's something that all of us have to continue to work on and move towards, um, in terms of embracing, um, risk and failure and trying again. And I think we're pretty good about encouraging each other to do it. Um, but that's what I would say, you know, for the next looking into the future, that's where I would like to see us sort of evolve. Yeah. I would say it's definitely my mission to turn more SEJ haters into homies. That can be our slogan, turning (laughs) haters into homies since 2013. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go change our mission statement right now. It's awesome. Um, I, I think that's one of my favorite things is to hear people come up to me at conferences and say, you guys have blown me away lately. And that, and that is seriously what drives me to be excited to work for SCJ every day is to keep blowing people's minds and keep, you know, questioning things and, and improving and, and never being okay with the status quo uh, if we could do better. So always asking questions is something I want to keep doing Um, and always encouraging our team to keep asking questions. I mean, I tell, you know, Danielle and, you know, and Caitlin and everyone else all the time, like, don't, don't just say, okay, if something's gnawing at you, that it's not okay. Because I can't tell you the number of times that I've told somebody to do something and they've, they've pushed back and said, Hey, actually, uh, could we do it this way? I think it would work better. And it works, you know, it works a hundred times better. So, you know, keep fostering that, that idea of growth and innovation and the excitedness of being able to improve, I think, is what I look forward to for Search Engine Journal. I love it. It's a good note to end on. Mm-hmm. So, well, Janice Henriksen, CEO of Alpha Brand Media, thank you so much for joining me for this Th- 100th episode. Thanks for having me. 
And again, this is Kelsey Jones, executive editor at Search Engine Journal. Until next time. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com. This episode of Marketing Nerds is sponsored by WordStream, a provider of software and services that help businesses and agencies take the guesswork out of pay-per-click advertising. Get early access to a special Marketing Nerds episode with the founder of WordStream, Larry Kim, about the big upcoming changes to Google AdWords and their impact to your AdWords account. Sign up at searchenginejournal.com slash WordStream podcast.